Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Marketing Made Easy from the Get Savvy Club. Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin here. Hi Anita, how are you doing today? Hello, I am like crazy because I'm going on holiday in half an hour. So I have yeah. to um, finish packing, get in the car, get to the airport, get through all the new COVID measures, which has been a nightmare, and uh, get on an airplane shortly. So yeah, I'm a bit like thinking, have I got this? Have I got that? Oh, I don't know. I hate that, but that feeling almost makes you make, think, sorry, I can't be asked. Yeah, and it does. And I think the trouble is, because um, we don't go away enough these days yeah. because of COVID and everything. Whereas if I was more going away more, you'd you just have it take now, it in wouldn't stride, you? don't you? Yeah, yeah. you just like, you, you don't really think about it then. If you, but Because when, when we went away, I felt a bit like that. But anyway, yeah. back to this. Um, it's enough <laughs> we, about today, me. Today, we are uh, interviewing the lovely Katie and Eve. So we have known Katie. We know Katie in real life, actually. And I, I knew Katie when she with Martin so it's really interesting to hear her story her journey and how she's actually made used social media is actually it's kind of it's a double-edged sword I think for her because I think in lots of ways it's great and it's impactful and it's a brilliant tool but obviously as you can imagine she gets the trolls as well so she just talked through both of those things with us but I think I think overall, she, she probably gets the extreme doesn't she so she said yeah she talks about it in the interview um using social media to kind of announce it to the world and mm. had so much support but then obviously there's a lot of keyboard warriors out there she's had you know some hideous stuff as well so you know for all of you out there think oh that's a bit of a negative comment have a listen to this interview because I think she's definitely had the extremes of got- all the love <laughs> and all the hate yeah you wouldn't have had it as much as no, she but handles but it do you know really what well. it's got to be better to to have this process going on now with social media and all the connectivity that we have than it would have been if she'd have done it like I don't know 20 30 years ago the understanding is far far better and you know if you if you only knew your little circle of people then it wouldn't have been a thing that you, you'd actually get people be abusive in the street but she didn't get that because people don't have you know, they, they like Anita said, they are keyboard warriors. They're little, they're mm. sitting in the background, like, you know. Behind a false actually, name and a yeah, name picture. If, if you saw her in the shop, you wouldn't, literally would not dare say anything. So mm. let's get into it. If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe. Basically, I've been a photographer and filmmaker for the last 34 years. But then three and a half years ago, I came out very publicly as being transgender after living for, um, for 48 years as a man. Um, and so um, I, I, I then came out very publicly um, as being trans because um, I didn't want to risk, um, you know, so I, I didn't want to change the name of my business because it was and still is named after my old male name, which was Martin. So it's Martin Needs Photography and Film because it had been an established brand for 22 yeah. years at that stage. And so it was a huge risk. And so um, what I decided to do was, as a business protection exercise, basically, was just to come out very publicly as being trans. So I made this coming out video. I posted it. I sent it to all my clients, and I posted it on almost social media. You know, go big or go home. I mean, like you're you're very confident, um, and obviously that's gone really well. But at the time, did you go? Shall I? I don't know. Were you shitting yourself? Anita, I was bricking it. I was yeah. absolutely bricking it. I really was. It's I mean, a big thing to do, isn't it? I, I remember now my finger nervously hovering over the mouse, knowing that as soon as I make that click to make the video live, no my life would never be the same again. Mm. And uh, anyway, I, I clicked the mouse and I waited. 
but then I had to go out on a job, <laughs> but my <laughs> mind wasn't on the job. I took the pictures as quick as I could, and I couldn't wait to get back to see what was happening on Facebook, because that was the first one that I put it out on. I was so worried because my whole reputation, my livelihood, everything rested on the reaction to that one video because I was freelancing. I didn't have any long-term contracts with anybody. If my clients had an issue with my being trans, then phone would stop ringing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd lose all my income. So it was And you're being huge... quite modest about your photography. You were a very successful photographer and you photographed well, the Queen twice, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, um, I've, I've done quite a lot in my career. I mean, I've photographed well, various different things. I've photographed, I've photographed the, um, the 1990 poll tax riots in Trafalgar Square. I am very old, you know. Um, <laughs> when you were um, five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. When I was five. But I was still in the womb. Yeah. yeah. Um, photographed Princess Diana's funeral. Um, the Yugoslav wow. Civil War in Croatia and twice commissioned to photograph the Queen inside Buckingham Palace. So and I still actually I still actually am ranked second in the UK of photographers on free index purely through customer reviews. So yeah. yeah. So and, we're and not talking about someone who just like earns a couple of thousand pounds a month and you know if it goes a bit tits up you'll find something else. We're talking about you know really successful this is your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely and, 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 and being a photographer you know it was was you know a very strong part of my identity. And so that was it. That was a huge thing there. And um, so, so, so that was that part of it. Because, but the thing is that, and 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 having that reputation, I just felt that I couldn't change the name to Katie Needs Photography and Film when I changed my own name to Katie in July two thousand and eighteen. I just thought that I'd built up this reputation. And, and it would be like starting from scratch. And I thought nobody would know who that was. Mm. And, and with all those reviews and everything that I've got, they all referred to Martin. And so I just thought that would. I'd have to get rid of those if I if I just like deleted Martin <laughs> from everywhere. Yeah. So I just had to just sort of face up to it and just say, right, well, this is it. This is who I am. So I made this coming out video, and, and so I was so worried. And but when I got back, I needn't have worried because I was inundated with hundreds of messages of support. It was wow. amazing. I felt so loved. It was incredible. And I didn't do any work for three whole days because I was so busy replying to all the lovely messages yeah. of support I had. Yeah. It was just, it was incredible. I mean, it went berserk. I mean, you remember, you were there. I mean, in fact, Anita, were you in the room when I, we were? No, I wasn't. I think I joined just after. But I have heard yeah. the absolute shock of no one well, saw that coming. We were in a, a business networking group together at one point and, um, um, in fact, we've been in two together, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but we were in one. And, um, yeah, and, I, I, and just before putting it out on all my social media, I just sort of said, look, I've got this big announcement to make, and I booked this 10-minute slot. Nobody had a clue what, what I was going to do. <laughs> no. I like So I connected were... up the iPad to the projector and uh, pressed play and stood back with my cup of tea, nervously shaking, <laughs> looking around the room, looking at all the reactions. Yeah, See, I was nervous when I did my 10 minutes. <laughs> it was nowhere near uh, as revelatory yeah. as yours. What's come, come off it? And, and so basically, I had lots of messages of support, not just from friends and from uh, from clients. I also had messages of support from other trans people who'd seen it, and they thanked me for what I'd said, which was great. But there's also one particular message that really struck a chord with me, and that was from a woman whose son had had gender issues when he was going through puberty, and um, he uh, and she she said that you know he was being treated for it at a gender clinic for kids at the time, and she said that she was worried at the time that he would either be bullied or he'd self harm or he'd even attempt suicide and she was right to be worried i mean mm. stonewall's trans mental health survey 2012 showed that 48 percent of trans people in the uk have attempted suicide at least once and 84 percent have thought about it and mm. and you know and and so but she and she said to me she said if only there was someone like you out there at the time that her son was going through this just to let him know that it's okay to be trans because it really is okay to be trans 
and that got me thinking i thought i've got to do some good with this mm. so i decided to vlog my whole journey and bring people along on the journey with me make it accessible um and then to reach out to other trans people to let them know that it is okay to be trans but then also show everybody else that trans people are just ordinary people just who want to be happy mm. And that's it. And that's all the journey is about, just being happy. And we all want to be happy, don't we? Let's face it. Well, I didn't see that video on social media and I didn't, um, I wasn't yeah. in that networking. But ah. I, shortly after that, it must have been literally, because obviously I don't like, like, I know what's going on, right? So, but I think we had the other networking thing was happening. And I went along to that, not knowing that you'd made, made this change. And I remember walking in, it was um, one of oh. Cherie's ones, actually. Um, and uh, yeah. I remember and I, I took this book. Uh, like um a contact with me i didn't really know it know, know him that well but i was just like oh yeah come on to this thing and then like i remember you said you were wearing this dress and you were like hi and i was a little bit like i don't get it like i did i didn't get because i hadn't seen that so i was a little bit like <laughs> is this like that. just something you're doing for a thing like that day <laughs> or was that so i i honestly like i didn't know but it's really weird because i i know martin obviously because I've, I've networked and known you like as martin before and like this is weirdly like I know this is you. Do, do you know what I mean? I always felt like Martin was not like quite. I didn't really connect as well. Like I used to have little chats with you. I think we had a like a bit of a chat about like me saying like my marriage is a load of crap once, and you going no, no. And I think that was before you were going to get married at the time. I think um, yeah, I've been divorced twice since. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done well, that. Got, got the t-shirt. Right. <laughs> She's wiser than you think. <laughs> yeah, I'm not as crazy as I seem. I'm just ahead yeah. of my time. People will realise this in a hundred years' time. Yeah, yeah shit, that girl. She made sense, but it was too late um, then for me to benefit but yeah so and i just know that this is like this is who you are dude and i know that sounds really weird because yeah. i only know you on a surface oh. i don't really know no know you it's not like mm. i've been around your house for a cup of tea or anything like that but like we'd seen each other a lot of networking at different things but then when i actually started speaking to you you know katie then that that's it's just yeah. it's I, more it's you like there's no, it doesn't seem like there's anything absolutely. you know absolutely and and you're not the first person who said that i mean mm. i've lost count of the number of people who've told me that i look so much happier now yeah um, and i'm not surprised because it's the real me and i'm yeah. living my truth and it is it just feels amazing it really mm. does and um mm. and it's funny what what, what and i'm yeah i'm so even though i've got a different appearance and a different name I'm still exactly the same person on the inside. Yeah, you know, yes. I've got the same skills, the same experience, the same sense of integrity, same sense of humour, however warped. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still yeah, exactly that, the yeah, same no, person, but, but far, the, far happier. That's, that's the, the thing, though, because what I think the beauty of you is your sense of humour mm, and your yeah. sense of um, openness. So lots of people could, mm. you know, lots of people have a cause, don't they? And they get quite political about it and they're quite yeah. angry about it. And that mm. excludes others from yeah, wanting I to never find feel... out about it. But when you talk about it, you're really open and you've got a sense of humour and that allows other people who might not understand it want to be part of it and like ask but, questions and, yeah. you know. Because I don't feel like I ever need to tiptoe around like no. you and then when there's no. other people that have like these causes or you know something's changed or whatever you do feel a bit like okay what am I yeah. have to think, I think before I speak whereas I wouldn't I don't feel that I'd need to really do that but because you you kind yeah. of get it you, you like I can think, you said you have a sense of humor I, around I it I think it's important to be honest and and and, and I use humor you know, to, to break down barriers and, and because I think a lot of people who don't know me are quite nervous about talking to me beforehand because they are worried about upsetting mm. me or saying the wrong thing. But then yeah. I think once they start chatting to me, they realize that, you know, I just put them at the reason and they just realize yeah. Yeah, they can ask me yeah. anything. And when I sort of came out and everything and did the coming out video and started vlogging my whole journey. Then the, then my story was picked up in the local media. 
and and then I started doing interviews for local radio and, and and local newspapers. But then escalated, and I started doing interviews for national radio and television and national newspapers and magazines. And in fact, I just had a, another national magazine onto me today. Actually, that's going to be running a story, which is lovely. So, yeah. um, you know, we, we, so so all of a sudden, I become this sort of trans ambassador, and then that yeah. that led to me forming Call cool to Be Trans. Um, so now I do sort of trans awareness training and inspirational speaking. Um, and Which led to a conflict in itself, didn't it? Because you've that's well, taking off. You've got it, the photography. It's what well, do you it do? did, and and this is the thing, and that's why I came to you, Anita, for, for mm. some advice. Because with my social media, up until that point, I've been I've been fairly good on social media promoting my photography business, and I'm a photography and video yeah. business, and it would all been about that. And I've been I was quite good at sort of put, putting that stuff out there, and it, and it was a big thing. But of course, now I've got this new thing that. I wanted to be promoting, but then I didn't want to lose the photography and video because that was where I was earning my money. Because at the time, I wasn't really earning any money from from doing the trans ambassador work. But but and so so I was putting everything on there. I was just you know I was you know it, you know in my I remember my LinkedIn heading it was the title the you know, job title it was something like photographer filmmaker and trans ambassador and blah, 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 all this yeah. stuff. And and I and I remember you giving me this brilliant bit of advice that was saying look. You know, people on social media they don't like you doing lots of things they they think even though even though <coughs> i wasn't a jack of all trades and, and master of none you know i what i do i think i do well and I, I do to the best of my ability um but people looking at that don't realize that when they first see it and and so um they want people who specialize in stuff yeah. and so i remember you just you just said pick one <laughs> it was just in my um, usual sounds so simple doesn't it, it yeah. that was all, you just said pick one that's and and i thought well actually where where do i see my future with this and and i thought well actually with cool to be trans because that's what it's doing so much good and it's so needed it really is because there is i mean uh, there is you know there's so much misinformation put out there about trans people and 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 through that you know, it generates a ton of hate online, not not in real life. Some people do get it in real life. Don't get me wrong. I've been very lucky in that I I haven't. I think oh, maybe a lot. It's of it, easier to be a bloody keyboard warrior, isn't it? It is. To say something to somebody in real life. Well, I think um yeah. I mean, I, I got a thousand messages of hate recently. I mean, it's just online, but in, in real life, you know, I, I don't. Yes. I'm very lucky that I don't get it. But I think what it is is that a lot of these social media companies. Um, they allow people to take out these uh, these accounts um, without giving them any form of ID. Yeah. And so so they, they can be as anonymous as they like. So they they hide behind their fake names and their avatars, yeah. and they they can be as vile as they like. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's um, yeah. It, it it's it's awful. Um. And um. And and, and, re and in real life, they're just like this really sad, lonely person, aren't they? They're yeah. Just, it's got it's, no real connection with you, anyone. <laughs> Katie, or are you um, able to just go? It can do. I, I've I've learned a way of of um of coping with it because it certainly it, it was certainly very hard in the early days when you know because you you're most vulnerable when you're um you know when you're right at the start of your transition and and so I was very vulnerable then and, and um. I was going through a particularly tough time with my divorce and everything and, and the court battles and stuff. And it was just horrendous time. And, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. And I was subject to a lot of hate at that point. And that was really, really tough. Um, and, and 
it's not surprising that a lot of trans people end up being tipped over the edge when they're subjected to that sort of stuff. We all um, want acceptance to a certain extent. We, we do. We? Um, but, but, but the way that I cope with it now is that when I put a post out that triggers something like, you know, I, I wrote a, an open letter to JK Rowling, you know, following all the stream of constant stream of um, transphobia that, that she's been putting out there. And I just thought she needed telling and I was the one to tell her. So I did. Um, <laughs> Anita style. <laughs> so, um, but but I knew that if I was going to be on the offensive against the, yeah, the biggest one of the biggest selling authors in the world, that I was going to I was going to attract a load of hate. And sure enough, they didn't disappoint. Did have she responded? No, no. Um. <laughs> didn't expect it to. <laughs> but uh, you know, um, but it. I mean, it went it went viral. It was huge. It was, it was massive that one. But um, but it did generate a lot of hate. And so what basically what I did so, so, as soon as I do anything like that, when when I get that sort of hate coming in, I basically shut that down and just don't look at it because you can tell straight away if it's a hateful thing that's a comment that's coming in I just shut it down and I don't look at it and I don't react to it and don't read it and and it I only read it a few weeks later so I'll leave it for about three weeks yeah. something like that because yeah. by then a lot of the power in in, in these posts have gone they, yeah. they, they lose that just power as settled time. and yeah, yeah it's just because faded at the away. time it's all all very tense and it's all it, it you know it, it, it's 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 raw but later on, it's oh yeah, that was in the past. Oh yeah, what do they say? And then I'll go through them and then and then delete them and report them and block one. Yeah, all bloody blow, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But, mm. um, but I found that I mean, looking at the different social media platforms, I think LinkedIn is probably the best one. I've had hate on LinkedIn. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Less less so than Facebook, I imagine. Oh god, yes. LinkedIn is the safest one of the lot, and they're very yeah. good in the fact they are very responsible. Whenever I've reported it. Well, they they've usually um, responded within twelve hours. They're be, they're very good. Oh, good and yeah. and twi Twitter is, is is cleaning up its act as well. Although it is still a bit of a cesspit, it's um hmm. it, it it is cleaning up its act, and they are and they've responded within about twenty four hours. The worst one's Facebook by far. Yeah, Fa Facebook, Facebook and, and Instagram, same company. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the the thing is, they want conflict. They want people to argue because it means. They get more clicks because the more arguments there are, the more clicks. And then the more yeah. clicks there are, the more more adverts they can sell, the more money. Ka-ching. Yeah. 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 It's all about the money with them, isn't it? It is. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So yeah. what do you spend your time doing now then? Lying on my back with a gin and tonic in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and those slippers with feathers on the top. Absolutely. <laughs> That's all I wanted when I was young. <laughs> Thanks to my servants, peel me a grape, peel me a grape. <laughs> Sounds similar to us. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> No, uh, I still am actually doing photography, um, although I never promote it on my social media. I never talk about my photography and video work on social media. And lots of people who've known me from before sort of say, are you still doing that? I say, well, yeah, I am actually, but you know, yeah. I just never tell. So, but I just have my regular clients that come to me and people that they recommend me to. And that's fine. That's ticking over. That's all right. But where I'm really focusing my attention is on Cool to be Trans. You know, I've had some amazing speaking gigs that have come on I spoke with royalty this year and 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 um yeah I, was, I spoke on uh, I did a, a gig it was on on the um on the top floor of the highest building in London um a few weeks ago wow. yeah because um, there's a new highest building now isn't there which I didn't know until I saw your social yeah, media post so I was thinking all oh, right it's 22 Bishopsgate yeah we were looking yeah. down on the shard yeah yeah, yeah it was we? amazing and we were right at the top it was amazing absolutely it's incredible. so nice to be out doing stuff oh it's out fantastic. and about again Loved isn't it? it yeah and yeah. then I did, and so, and so you know, the, the trans awareness training. I was, I've been doing a bit for lots of. It tends to be the big sort of corporate companies that I tend to do yeah. work for. And I've been doing quite a bit for Virgin Media, and 
they asked me if I would um, be a, a speak a panelist for um, International Women's Day. So yeah, no problem. Stop getting the diary. You don't say no to Virgin Media. Do you? No. <laughs> it was a massive gig. It was going out to all their staff. It was huge. It was huge, and it was going out live, and so it was brilliant. So I said, yeah, no problem. And it was only a week beforehand, and they sent me through who else was going to be taking part. And it was being hosted by Connie Huck. There are only five panellists, and one of the other panellists mm. was Princess Beatrice. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. It's not bad, is it? Yeah. Is, it, is that, was that the one where you got on really well with Connie? Yeah, yeah. And you've, yeah. like, exchanged email addresses. Exactly, yeah, yeah. We have, and we've chatted. And I, I just said to her, I said, look, you know, I, I would really love to do some television presenting. So although I have done some television work is always where I've been interviewed and I'd love to be a presenter because I think it's something that I could do and I yeah. think that, that there is I think time is right to have someone who is outwardly trans and and, and, and completely comfortable about their identity as being trans mm. and has got a bit of a sense of humor doesn't take themselves too seriously um and and she said yeah she said I absolutely agree and then she actually said she said well actually I, I would love to co-present with you and she said I'll, I'll um I'll mention you to my agent and so mm-hmm. she has done so now nothing's come of it yet but you never know it's just yeah, it's, right. it's sowed that seed and you never know it's <laughs> so, like yeah. social media you just got to get out there and tell people what you do and then they'll find you I mean yeah. has a lot of this come about through social media yeah oh absolutely social media social media has been essential in all yeah. of this it really has it's, it's it's and and what I've been finding is that since living my truth and being authentic and not being afraid to show it um people have come to me I haven't had to go out there yeah. to, people come to and people are championing me they're, they're they're recommending me to people and people are coming to me and, and oh yeah we'll get you on this get you on that I'm trying to get you places and which is amazing amazing yeah. and I'm so grateful to them for doing that it's just and, and, and it's just to me just showing who I really am yeah. and and like again you're being modest you're a safe pair of hands so you can go and you do this stuff and you don't um you know get so nervous you don't know what you're going to talk about or you don't like you know you you're a confident speaker you've got a sense of humor you're engaging people like listening to you so it's part of being a safe pair of hands isn't it oh, that's what i know you'd never say it for you i might completely yeah. muck up this one now. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 go swear or something <laughs> no, we don't mind swearing on our podcast try not to do it if i can <laughs> yeah it's, it's a good habit to get into to not because especially if you want to do the tv presenting and things if you can mostly i try not to i don't really swear much anyways so it's quite i think because i don't swear much i don't really think about it so when i do it's like, oh, i didn't realize yeah. that i did that then so yeah being more mindful but i've said to anita and I, we need to go on like a tv presenting course or something you know like in london for a couple of days so that then we're ready for when we are doing tv and stuff because do you know like rob and romesh i don't know if you've ever mm. seen them yeah, yeah yeah like why would you not just give us that that show <laughs> yeah. but with me why? and anita like it would just be more intro like i do like rob and romesh no i'm not yeah they're great they're great but i think we could do that and especially i've never actually seen it because it's on sky she's super competitive as well she's super competitive uh, anita is she pretends she's not she pretends i'm not i'm the competitive one but i don't think of myself as competitive i'll tell you what they do (laughs) this is what they do anita right but then anna has these opinions about me (laughs) she just is like this is what you're like and sometimes yeah. you know you go am i, I didn't know that. <laughs> actually it's because you're not <laughs> well all, already uh katie's already said about like going all anita on it meaning like 
badass and straightforward talking or what like like Simon Cowell what she meant so... was eminently sensible and quite sensitive <laughs> no didn't she you? didn't she didn't mean that she meant like Simon Cowell but Rob, Rob and Romus what they do is they like so say like maybe it's golf and they'll they get sent to go to like St Andrews and they have to like learn to play to golf golf together and whatnot but it's, it's kind of activities like that different things and they're it's not about them competing against each other but it just ends up being that because it's two guys and they want to be yeah so yeah. It'd, be, it'd be like that really and, that, and yeah. that, they just spar off each other just like you two mm. do and, that, and yeah. i think that yeah and it works it works really well definitely and more I think, women on there definitely yeah and i think it's just that having that sense of humor and both of you have got that mm. yeah and just being natural because i would laugh so much at you anita and you would laugh so much at me it's yeah. for the things that they get them to do we need to get ready so we need to go on this tv presenting thing so if anyone yeah. knows one then you can come on one with us as well and we yeah, knock on connie's connie's door so we're yeah. connie it's so, all out with the show. You get started. Does she still yeah. do Blue Peter? No, no. Oh, she, 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 she did it for a long Blue time. Okay, so yeah, she did it for a that. long time. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I'd love, you know, it's, I think, I, I, I just think, just, just, just having that sense of humour and just showing it is just so important. Mm. And, and I think people want to see. Makes you approachable, people, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And, and people, and then, yeah, and then people think, oh yeah, that's all there is. Because, because thing is, I wouldn't need to present anything that was about trans no no i could just do it about anything and just just to be there have a sense of humor then and then people would realize because they would realize from a voice because i still got quite a deep voice i realize and 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 so they would they would just know that i was trans and oh yeah yeah well she's katie can you change your voice like yeah the hormones you take does that have an effect well no the hormones don't make any difference for the hormones do for trans men so people that transition from female to male they do because they when they take testosterone the voices break you see mm. but because i've already been through male puberty my voice is already broken so it, it, it my it's already re- resonating at a, uh, vibrating at a much um, lower frequency see um so you can actually have um an operation that actually tightens it but then there's a lot more to it than just vibrating at a higher frequency so mm. it's just different speech patterns and things so um voice coaching is actually more important and i am actually having some voice oh. coaching i had some a few years ago um the big problem is that because i do so much public speaking and training and everything you know i can be talking i can do training sessions for three hours and that so talk you know me talking mm. for three hours is not a problem yeah, <laughs> yeah it's me the up stopping it is yeah. a problem definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. um you're up for a three-hour podcast here <laughs> so, yeah. so. i don't have the concentration span <laughs> that's why we have to have a physically so we can see anita because if it's ever just audio just walks off yeah, like, Anita, who are you? <laughs> just having a shower, Anna. If anyone yeah, else has questions, you jump in. <laughs> that oh. was clubhouse. That was our clubhouse life. Yeah. Or like you'd so... hear like your electric pencil sharpener in the background. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, sorry. Are you sure that's what it was? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, who just knows? Killing five minutes. Who knows? Who knows what it was? That's what she said it was. But <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny. Oh, as they really? say in America. <laughs> yeah um so anyway because i do a lot of public speaking i just found that it was really hard just during the um voice coaching i could i could do i mean i I know a lot of the techniques of having more of a a more feminine voice uh, and my voice has lightened from what it used to be i mean if i take it I mean, it's still, I know it's still got some way to go. If I take it back to where it was before, I have to try and concentrate to try and You're do it. You're quite now. softly spoken, aren't you? Yeah, let me try and Were take it back before? to where it was. <clears throat> okay, I was down there before. So so that's yeah. how I used to talk, right down there. So I can really feel it vibe, oh, you yeah. know, um, re- resonating on my chest 
down, down there. So that's how I used to. <laughs> so, I, I, but I'm talking much more from my head now. So it, it's up there. So, but I know that it's got some way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, what I found was that I, I was um, could do it when I when I when I was reading from a from a passage from a book or something and and just really trying for a short period of time. But when you're actually talking spontaneously, and then when you're doing stuff yeah. like this, where you're doing interviews and it's live, or you're doing training, you're in front of a, an audience, the pressure's on. Yeah. And so yeah. you've you're thinking much more about. You don't want what, another thing to think about. No, do you? you're you're thinking about <laughs> what you're saying rather than how you're yeah. saying it. And so and that's what and so it, more. It, it it would slip back. And so I found it much harder to 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 change my voice. And also. Um, you don't want to try too hard because you don't want to sound stupid and sound you don't want to I didn't want to sound a parody of, of a woman and yeah, and, yeah. and 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 so oh, I'm a lady I'm a lady what I do is when um when I whenever I do my public speaking and training and everything I always start off as with an icebreaker by just by, by just getting it straight out there and just sort of say, well, look, you know, you can probably tell from my deep voice that uh, either I've been a heavy smoker for the last 30 years, or in fact, I am transgender. Well, frankly, I couldn't cope with the sheer stigma of being labelled as a smoker. So I decided to go for the easier option. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But having said that, that, being trans isn't easy and it's definitely not optional. No one chooses to be trans. Yeah. So that's how I started. And, 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 but it, but it works and, and it, it just breaks the ice, but you know, um, yeah, but it, it's it's one of those things that yeah I'm I'm very lucky that I I don't I very rarely get misgendered when I'm out and about but on the phone I, I get misgendered all the time. Yeah. You spent forty eight years as Martin. Mm. What took you so long? Do you think it was? I think well I suppose fear of admitting to myself that I was trans that was one mm. thing. But I think also is that you you got to remember back you know back in in the early seventies when I was growing up. Um, there was no internet or anything. There was no nobody ever spoke about trans issues then. Mm. It was just you know. No now there's much more information about it, and I think that is why more people are coming out as being trans. There's always been the same amount of trans people that forever <laughs> that there yeah. is now, but you're hearing about it more just because the, yeah. you can share information more. And so and and more gobby trans people like me are coming forward and and sort of saying, look, it really, it really yeah. is okay. You know, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I think I think that's what it was, and and, and because no, you know nobody wants to. I didn't want to be trans. I really didn't, and I, I would have done anything not to have been. And, you know, mm. because well, you know the losses that I've had with it. It's been it's been tough. It's been mm. a tough journey, um, and it was a huge risk in terms of my business and all the rest of it as well. So it was a big. It was a massive thing, and I didn't. I certainly didn't want to be. But but having having admitted it to myself, um, God, I'm so much happier now. <laughs> Yeah. And so was that quite fast between like finally accepting it in yourself and saying, right, I'm going to just share this with everyone? It was actually, it was, I admitted it to myself on the 11th of January, 2018. And I came out publicly on the 26th of April, 2018. Oh, Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And had you like let close loved ones kind of know, I'm guessing you let them know before you press the button on like social media. Well, close loved ones. Well, close, close loved ones, I, I I let know in 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 um, February two thousand and eighteen. Mm. Um, was that harder than actually, you know, putting it on Facebook? It was hard, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah, there was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was hard. Uh, um, yeah, and I remember um, the, the weekend before I put it on Facebook and everything. I thought, well, I better just tell the neighbours and everything, just so they know what's going on. And that weekend, <laughs> I was walking up and down the street, knocking on doors, saying, um. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be a few changes, <laughs> but then, then 
I remember the first time I actually went out as Katie and, and as the real me. I remember feeling disappointed because I went out in a dress and everything went. Nobody boldly, cared. Boldly, <laughs> nobody was yeah. out. Yeah, nobody was there. And I was really disappointed. I thought, after all the years that I've snuck back in and under a cover of darkness for fear of being spotted and everything, and 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 and, and I didn't once get caught either. You know, because I've always had gender dysphoria. It's, it's always been with me. So ever since my earliest memories, age three or four, um, you know, so it's always been with me, um, and. You know, <laughs> they, they, there was nobody out there, and I thought, oh, I was so disappointed when I actually did want yeah. them to see me. Rude, <laughs> yeah, it was rude. Here I am. It? Yeah. <laughs> so the next thing, time I'm it? doing, I'm going to go high kicking down the street, you know, and sort of <laughs> singing, "I am what I am." Oh, I love that song. I absolutely love that song. The kids oh, think I'm nutty when I put that on. Put that on. Blast. Turn it right up. So when people did actually see them, was everyone just fine? Just everyone like morning, normal, yeah, like great. no one. I remember when I first went on the job, because it's, it's funny, I, I left, there was quite a big gap before coming out and then actually living full time as female. So I, I came out in April 2018, um, but then I started living full time as female uh, at the start of September 2018. So from April till September, there was, there was that big gap. And my initial thoughts were to, because I was always planning to start living full time um, as female from early September 2018. Um, but my initial plan was just to come out like a couple of weeks before and then just do it. Um, but then I just did a straw poll of lots of my trans friends and, and then I said, Look, you know, would it be better for me to come out sooner rather than later? And they said, yeah, yeah, do it sooner rather than later. Give people a chance to get their heads around it. But I regret that now. I, I regret taking their advice because um, what happened was I did the big coming out and everybody knew. And so, but what I was doing, I, I, so I was Katie in my private time, but then for work and for business networking stuff like that i was still presenting as male and it was a very confusing time for everybody and so yeah. I, some people yeah. were calling me katie some people were calling me martin some people were calling me matey <laughs> a lot of, and, there, <laughs> yeah. and there was a lot and there was a lot of hello you oi oi yeah um thing <laughs> yeah there's a lot of that there's a lot of that going on so um and if people feel like they're calling you the wrong name then they feel embarrassed and all yeah. over, then you feel bad that they're feeling bad and it's just like cycles it, down doesn't it, it was difficult but i remember um the first time i went out on a uh, on a job in a dress i, I, was, I was really worried you know I, I didn't know what the reaction would be at, at all and um but i need to worry because it was fine you know just yeah. people, they just treated me as the professional i am and that was it, and and that uh, it gave me so much confidence that that I remember that job vividly. Yeah, it's, it was yeah. some corporate portraits that I was doing, um, and it was just absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are more accepting than you think. They Plus, are. we're and, such a polite nation as well. Look, and and really even if we question. were like, oh, I don't know, I'd just go hi. You just be yeah, really yeah. friendly. Yeah. And yeah. Nice. This, this is the thing that I found. One of my biggest surprises in all this is the vast majority of people are accepting and supporting okay mm -hmm. they can quite often use clumsy language but that's fine i can help yeah. them with that it's yeah. that's an education piece. i'm an educator i can help them with that that's fine yeah, yeah? Um, but mm -hmm. most people are um are supported another big surprise is that white van drivers stopped to let me cross the road now now that never used to happen but but it only happens when i wear a short skirt and boots but <laughs> yeah <laughs> Did you already have a wardrobe of stuff that was Katie's or did was it like, oh, crap, I've got to now go and get like a wardrobe of uh, Katie's yeah. stuff? And how did you navigate that? Did you get help with it? Did you get a personal stylist? Did you like, how did you do it? Because you don't, you, I would say you dress well. So you've, you. do you know what I mean? You don't dress yeah. like a guy's attempting to dress a woman. 
So, and you don't thank like, you. you haven't lived a life where you would necessarily have learned that. So, how yeah, you thank you. Um, navigate well, it? I, yeah, I, so I did have some, some female clothes because, um, basically throughout my life, I've always cross dressed. So, oh, okay. I, because basically, um, it, it's caused by a condition called gender dysphoria, which is a great feeling of unease and distress caused by a mismatch between how you feel in your head and your heart, as opposed to your primary sex characteristics and the label that you've been given at birth. And the thing about gender dysphoria is that it can it can vary in intensity and it very often increases over time. And that's exactly what happened with me. Some people have it stronger at an earlier age and they're the people who need to transition at an earlier age. But with me, it wasn't so strong earlier on, but it's always been with me. So it's something you're born with, but it did increase over time and I wasn't expecting it. So that's that's how come it took me until 48 to, to actually come mm, out uh -huh. and, and admit it to myself. But but <coughs> But it meant that I did have some clothes but i didn't have a, nearly enough to be able to live full time because there's one thing mm. to have enough clothes just to dress up at home or just to go out shopping yeah. or whatever you know once a week or once a month or however often you want to do it but but then living full time you need a lot more mm. clothes and and mm. so so yeah it was a very difficult time actually when and very expensive time actually when i had to buy this whole new wardrobe and especially in that period between april and and september 2018 when i was still using both lots of clothes so i'd run out of wardrobe space completely i had clothes hanging up all over the house mm. <laughs> it was just like, i just ran out, i just but i had to buy a load of stuff yeah and, and mm. um it was fun but it was but i did i did actually i did actually make use of a personal stylist as well so i had mm. lots of advice from my cisgender female friends cisgender means non-trans so my cisgender um female friends so i did have help there and I did have some makeup lessons and stuff although I don't wear much makeup now it's funny I yeah. used to I when I started you know I used to just like do the full works and everything but yeah you know, who's got time Staff for that? In it. Who's got, <laughs> who can with that? Yeah. I can't. yeah so, so, so now, have you got rid of all Martin's clothes yeah yeah and did that feel great to just go yeah it, it, it took me a while actually it because I, I just I did actually just shut it away in a wardrobe and that's fine but it took me a little while to to, to do it but there was no yeah Right, it's I almost an emotional attack that's almost like you're getting rid of him for good that's it yeah but know. but because i've got a very um a very comfortable relationship with martin and that i i'm i'm completely at peace with my past and i'm i'm grateful to martin for stepping back and allowing me to be katie mm. so i'm completely comfortable that's a great with my way past. to put it um well, what i've done I've, I've actually just kept a few pieces just as uh, memory box items yeah. um which i will never get rid of and 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 because that is part of me i don't want to block out the last 48 years of my life you know mm. I, um so so now i'm completely at peace with, with my past yeah. and i'm completely uh, he's you know talking about martin and, and, and referring to martin whereas a lot of trans people most trans people aren't you know they call it dead naming you know they, they but, oh, do I? oh yeah, yeah yeah um but going back to your question about styling i, I did actually I had my colours done, uh, which really helped. That's important, so, isn't it? Very important because mm. it, it it saved me a lot of mistakes in terms of colours because you can see something in the shop and you think, oh yeah, that looks nice, but then you, it doesn't. It's going to wash you out yeah, like, based on your yeah. I had my colours. That's very important. So now, whenever I shop now, I just I've got this colour chart and I just oh yeah, uh, and I thought, oh no, that's not quite my colour, is it? I, mm. And then I, and it's easier to leave it and not buy it. Yeah. Um, and then I also did get, did go to a stylist as well, and, and had some uh, had styling help um, as, as well. So that that all helped too. So um, yeah, and, and I've sort of gradually sort of worked out my own sort of style. Your knowing, look, yeah, knowing what suits me, and and I did actually start off uh, probably a little bit too corporate for me because I'm not really a corporate person. Although I work a lot in the corporate space, I'm not really a corporate person, mm. am I? And, and I think. 
I think I've worked out the look for me that is approachable now rather mm. than too corporate and yeah. too trying to fit in. And I think that's the thing is, I think previously, actually, when I was Martin, I was always trying to fit in to, to what other people expected me to be. Yeah. And, and now I'm just me. And, 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 and I think I like to be approachable. And, and I think it helps in the way that you dress and everything, whether, or the way that you present yourself to, um, to the people. It's like, like you two. You two are approachable and you dress so you're, appro- you're approachable yeah. as well. And you're, you're not all corporate and everything either. I've been through my years in suits. Yeah, when I was early on in recruitment days, especially like my sal- the sales jobs that I had and the recruitment jobs. Yeah, that kind of like suit. I think a really suit, good. man or woman, is almost like putting on a mask mm. and just saying this is me I'm this corporate I'm turning up for my job yeah where I'm normal it's like a uniform isn't it it's a bit of a barrier in a way isn't it yeah Yeah. definitely Mm. so anyway two questions we always ask everybody are we are the get savvy club so what makes you savvy I think what makes me savvy is that I'm not afraid to be authentic and I'm happy to show it and I think showing authenticity is the biggest thing that you can do on social media yeah Um, difficult though it is difficult, and and it's with the journey that I've had. You know, mm. a lot of people wouldn't. <laughs> it's not for the faint-hearted. Exactly, um, yeah. But but I think authenticity is essential. If you can show your true self, and also show some vulnerability as well, because mm. I made myself very vulnerable by doing what I've done. Mm. But people respond well to it. Yes. So I think yeah. I think those two things I think are, are are essential. I think, and I think that's what makes me savvy yeah yeah definitely and um to recommend a book so like um a development book or a business book or something that you have um that's helped you along the way i mean the various different ones there's one there's one called um I've got it here. It's, it's not in very good condition, but the Chimp Paradox. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah, good, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, by uh, Dr. Steve Peters. Um, so just talking talk about your inner chimp, sort of get yeah. easy way and um, understanding yourself a bit more and like it, being able it, to forgive yourself. It, yeah, and and um, to be honest, I, I think I need to read it again because my inner chimp always seems to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a good one yeah. to go back to actually isn't it that one i think so so i think i need to read that again actually yeah because um, you i think you get different chimps come up at different times don't they that's why so you might have got rid of one and then another one's there yeah mm-hmm. yeah but there, there was also a, 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 a not a business book there was a book that really helped me when i was questioning my gender and i'm really troubled by it and i i just didn't know what gender i was at all and i, had, I was going on this whole journey as part of my journey um not all of it, but part of my journey was was going through a self help workbook, and that was called "You and Your Gender Identity," and it was written by Dara Hoffman Fox, which is who is um, a, a, psychother- a gender psychotherapist from the states, and it's a brilliant book. Um, mm. So I bet there's of, loads of books out there. There are. That. So finding yeah. a decent one that will actually help you rather yeah. than just. Yeah, and a so that helps. So, so certainly for anybody who's who's troubled by their gender and they're not sure, that's that's a good place to start. So, how could people find you then? Um, probably, well, I'm all over social media. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But either put in Katie Neves or, or Cool to Be Trans here you know, in, in social media and you'll find me. Or, or, or I think my website is a good place to start, which is um, cooltobetrans.co.uk. And it's the number two in the letter. The number B in two, there. Yeah. yeah. And you're cool. more than happy for anyone to contact you, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I quite often get contacted by 
other trans people and also parents of trans people yeah. wanting support as well and, and that yeah and it's just lovely to be able to help them because so often they can be in the, at the start of their journey or in a state of self-denial and it's just a case of just a bit of hand holding and then yeah. and you see them blossom and, and 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 it's lovely to see that if you're enjoying marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club use your podcast app to rate review and subscribe fabulous always interesting and um yeah, really lovely. And what I love about Katie is that she's really honest about it all and will just tell you how she feels, what she went through. And I think that definitely helps other people. Yeah, I remember she did a uh, Facebook Live not long after, it wasn't even that long after she'd actually announced it to everybody. She was like, ask, ask me anything. Um, and Serena, my, well, she's 14 now, nearly 15, but at the time, she was like 12 or 13. She had a couple of questions. And like, um, so I was like typing away, oh, Serena's got this. And she just an like answered them. Yeah. So it was really cool to be able to say, oh, you know, this is somebody that's trans. Have you got any questions? And yeah, she'll just answer openly and honestly, which is great. Yeah. And she she does have a fantastic sense of humour. I she remember ages ago you were talking about something and you were trying to kind of show how long it had been. And you said to me, I'll tell you how long it's been. Um, last time I went there, Katie Neesh was still a man. And we laughed and I told her, I said, you know, Anna used you as an example to show like how long things have been. And I knew she'd laugh and she yeah, laughed her head off. Exactly. Because... Like I said in the thing, I don't feel like I need to tiptoe around it, which is good because often you do. And people have got like, you know, a, a mission that they're trying to accomplish I think if anybody out there has got a, miss, a mission um that you're really you know keen on you're keen on that mission do you know what I mean you've got a life's purpose indeed quite keen you should take a leaf out of Katie's book and behave more like that because it's easier for people to get on board and understand and come along with you rather than you be this like um you know super strong-minded narrow-minded you know fixated no sense of humor person so yeah yeah definitely you yeah you'll get more people coming along with you so yeah interesting stuff lovely lady hopefully we can see her again soon um because even though kind of the world is or, or our country really has gone back to normal it's not really there's not a lot of no. people out and about still are there so no. um yeah be good to be good to see her soon so if you want to um win the book she talks about don't forget to um Take a screenshot of the episode, put it on social media and tag us and we'll put you into the hat to win the book. And also, if you want to give us a um, rating and a review, that would be lovely too. You know how needy I am and how much I like it. Um, so anyway, I'm off to Lanzarote and you have a lovely rest of your day. See you all soon. Bye. Bye. That was Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club. If you enjoyed it, join our Facebook group. Just search Get Savvy Club.